0: welcome back to Talking Talmud. I'm one of your hosts here, Dana Osman here with my friend and and Gordon. Our daf today, Masach Pesachim, daf kufav, page 106. I know we keep mentioning it, but our CM for Masach Pesachim is coming up. Uh, please sign up if you haven't done so already. Please let us know if you want to share some Torah on this wonderful Masachat, uh, which is ending right before actual Pesach comes. And we're looking forward to learning with all of you on March 21st. Um, I will get to the daf with a really interesting piece of Midrash halacha. Tanu Rabanan, Yom So the quote of Bryce, the Pasuk from Shemot, uh, which we say, you know, every Shabbat, perakha uh, Pasuk Zion, right? That says to remember uh, the day of the Shabbat uh, and to sanctify it, right? Zochruhu al-hayayin, ain't ella bayom, balayla minayet. So, this teaches us, right, because it says Zachor et Yom HaShabbat, that the sanctification or the mitzvah to say Kiddush needs to be done during the day. But how do I know that we need to say Kiddush at night, right? Talmud Lamar, Zachor et Yom HaShabbat, because it says, remember the day of Shabbat to sanctify it. So, in other words, you're going to remember it as soon as the day of Shabbat starts. And we know that in the Jewish calendar, right, the or in Jewish time, the day starts actually at nighttime. So the yom on one hand means, you know, light, like during the day itself, but it also means, you know, when the day actually starts. And that would be how we learn to say Kiddush at night. Very nice piece, I think, of the typical sort of Midrash Halachah, how they learn the idea of Kiddush, how they learn that you would do it for the day and for the night. But now the Gemara asks a question, Balayla Minay, right? From where do we really know about this Kiddush at night, right? Like they want to know, like, how could they really ask that? Ad ekar Ikar Balayla, right? Isn't really the, the essence of the mitzvah of Kiddush, right? Is to do it actually, you know, at night. Hu Kadish, right? That is because you have to do it at the beginning of the day. So in other words, the Gemara is asking such a great question on this Midrash halacha. Because what they're basically saying is, is that um, it's not, uh, it, it, they're sort of like turning it around. They're like, yeah, this was nice that you sort of started with day and then you work tonight, but it's Adarava. Is that really the right thing that you should have said? No, really what the Midrash Halakha should have been is, is that of course it's night because we you know what? Ikar Kadish right, Yoma, right? And so we know that really what that kiddish has to be basically at night, because you're going to start it when the day starts, which we know is going to be um, at night, sorry, by Likiduche, right? Because that's when you're going to when you need when the that's when the sanctification has to actually start. It's actually a brilliant question. And I think this speaks to, to me, at least this is a little bit of a hint, you know, in a way that we always talk about and like what came first, right? Did the Midrash Halakha come first? Is that actually had they learned at Halakha? Or is it that they knew the Halakha and then they sort of go back to the Pesukim? And to me, this daf, or at least this train of thought here, seems to be the latter. Because what they're coming to the saying, no, we know the principle is that the ikar is the, uh, is the kiddush that we make at night. And so therefore, this read of this bresa doesn't make sense in any way, right? It just doesn't make sense. It can't be that that's really what the Bryce would say because it's obvious that you have to make Kiddush at night. Vito, and furthermore, right, it goes on, right? So they quote that pasuk, and so they're saying the Tana, right, is basically seeking a source for night, but yet he sources. A, a, a verse that is referring today. So they're saying another thing. Else. So they're saying, first of all, the train of thought doesn't make sense because we know that the Kiddush at night is what's most important. And then the second is they're saying, the Bryce, even the pasuk they sort of teach at the end, it doesn't really make sense. It, yom is Yom, right? It doesn't say anything about Lila. Like, even though we're saying we know the Yom starts at Lila, but like, they just don't like the read of this at all. And so then it concludes by saying, no, really, this is what they're saying. Zachor at Yom HaShabbos Right? So this pasugah, remember the, the day of Shabbat and sanctified. Zachor al-yayim Knisato, Right? Ainli li elah ba minayin tamud lomar Zachor et Yom HaShabbat Right? So I have so we remember it over wine when it bkni when it begins, when it comes in. Right? So now I have my source, right, To you know for where I get Kiddush at night. How do I know? Right by Yom Minyan. So they basically switch the entire brace around and say, no, really, the brisa should have been taught that it starts with Laila. The Minyan is about the day, and then Talmud Amar Zachor Ed Yom Hashabbat, right? And that's how they emphasize that the word Yom is telling us about um, about the day itself. So again, I think to me, just from a you know meta Gemara point of view, you know, here they have this midrash halacha. They understand that you sort of learn this in some way from this pasuk. The initial brisa they bring, the Gemara just basically rejects it. It's just, it's not that it's like an Amora comes and says, I have a different version. They're like, it just doesn't logically make sense. It's not how we understand the essence of Kiddush and Shabbat. And it's not really a good read of the pasukim. And therefore, in a kind of radical way, they're sort of willing to just switch the whole brace around and be like, no, 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 this actually has to be what the correct version or what the brisa actually was there to teach us. It can't be the first thing that it quotes. And I respect in a way that this is a little bit what the Gemara does. You know, we treat the Gemara as an authoritative text and is an authoritative text. But I think we also need to recognize that this is some of what the Gemara is trying to parse out, right, is, you know, they have a lot of different sort of misoras or texts sort of, you know, floating out there. And part of what they're trying to do is, does this text make sense? Does it make sense as it was, you know, how... A particular teaching was taught. And here the Gemara is really willing to say, nope, it doesn't make sense. And we're actually going to have to believe that it was taught differently than that.
1: So I'm loving the logic of today's DAF and how, you know, as much as there's a bunch of different parts here, logic comes to play in the part that I want to talk about as well. Um, I'm moving towards here, I guess, towards the bottom of Ahmed Aleph. These DAFM are short, so it's not really the bottom, you know, until you get to Ahmed Bet. Um, Okay. So the Gemara says, during the day, but Yom Maimavarch, what are you supposed to make? What bracha do you make during the day? Right? If you're not going to say the same kiddish that you said at night. So I'm a revihuda, bore prigafin. That's simple enough, right? You make the bracha on the wine. Rav Ashi So Rav Ashi was in Machha. Amruleh Havule. So they said to him the sages in Mechoza, said to Ravashi, you know, here we have Ravashi, could you make Kiddusha Rabba for us? Kiddusha Rabba means literally the great Kiddush, and it's a it's a nickname, right? It's a way to call a particular version of Kiddush. And so they bring him a cup of wine, and he's the great visiting sage, right? So, and this is what I mean by logic, he's not sure what they want him to say, because whatever wherever he was from, right, they didn't say they didn't call anything in particular the great Kiddush, so he didn't he didn't know. So the Gemara says Savar. He was you know, he wasn't sure what they wanted, but he figured it out. He he savar, he he thought, he applied logic. who Rabba, what could it possibly be, this Kiddusha Rabbah? Amar mifte Amar Well, with regard to all of the brachot that have a cup of wine. You'll always start with Borei Preagaphin. So, Imri barisha. So he says, Am I Borei Preagaphin? He, say, uh, he says, Borei Preagaphin, meaning he says the beginning of the Bracha, right? And he says the whole thing, Borei Preagaphin, which is like he stretched it out. He sees then, you know, like back in the room there, there's somebody who's clearly an elder. He bends over his cup to drink. So, so Ravashi says, oh, I did the right thing, right? Meaning, I'm done. That was it. That was Kedusha Rabbah. Kari So he realized it about himself. And this is what it says. What does he realize about himself? E'nav brosho. The wise man, his eyes are in his head. Meaning he kept his wits about him. He looked around. He 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 did the honors, quite literally. And he didn't embarrass himself by doing the wrong thing because simply by paying attention to the cues around him, you know, he figured he he applied the logic to say, I've got to start with Bori Pragafin. And I can imagine that tension of like, what's gonna happen next? What am I supposed to add? Until he realized he doesn't have to add anything because the people around him were already drinking. So he knew he had done the right thing. So Kedusha Rabba, why the great kiddish? It's um, you know, the Gemara does this now and again. It uses kind of like the backwards language. To, to become the, the nickname for something, right? Great Kiddush makes it sound like it's going to be very, very long and intricate and involved. And really, it's simply the blessing on the wine and you're done. So the great the Kiddusha Rabba, this long Kiddush, is really the very short Kiddush.
0: I thought this story was great because it's like going inside of his head, right? The whole idea that it was like he thought to himself, he wasn't quite sure what was going on here. And it's like a type of a narrator that we don't normally see um, in the Gemara.
1: So I was thinking about that. And, you know, we talk about the Gemara being closed by Ravina and Ravashi. And here we've got Ravashi. And I wondered, did he write this piece, you know, about himself? I didn't
0: think about that. I'm mad at myself for not thinking about that. (laughs) I actually think that's like a brilliant insight. Like, in other words, the redactor of the Gemara is giving us this nice little sort of autobiographical or biographical story about himself. And that's why he can put the word Savar because it happened to him and he knows what he was thinking. So right. I just thought this story reads differently than other stories. Other stories are always just reporting. Someone visited somebody, somebody saw this happen, they saw this exchange. And here it's like Savar, my raba. He's thinking like you could see, it's like he's thinking to himself, what is this Kedusha rabba they speak of? <laughs> and like, but how does he start? And then the way that, you know, he sees, you know, and then when he sees the guy drinking and he's like, oh, I must have said the right thing. So <laughs> um, I like what you said here, Anne. I, you know, that there, there you. must be something to it that it's Ravashi.
1: Well, I think so. But the other thing I wanted to say is that this is very often how etiquette works. Right, you know, you go to this banquet which has more forks and spoons that your right and your left and the knives and which are you supposed to use for what? And you look around and you do what the guy next to you does, right? Like that's how you figure out the these kind of like the niceties of formality in a for, in a in a setting that's foreign to you. I don't mean foreign, you know, exotic. I mean literally, you don't know it. Um, I guess it doesn't always work, right? That's how we get good good faux pas stories but but when it works it works beautifully and I lo- love this application also of a Chachame Navro show meaning this is a proverb this is a kind of thing that it's a it's a pithy statement of how to conduct yourself all the time so when Ravashi applies it to himself and the Gemara says Ravashi applied it to himself like oh look what I did I figured it out I kept my eyes my wits about me my eyes in my, my head I, I just think the whole of it is really a nice little piece.
0: It's a, it's a great story. And again, you brought, you brought a different layer to it to me um, that I had not thought of before. Well, that's our DAP discussion for the day. Rank us for viewers on all major podcasts. Thank you to our buddy Michelle Farber for hosting us on the Hadron website. Let us know what you thought about this DAP on our Talking Talmud Facebook page. And until tomorrow, go and learn. <laughs>